The Love Community Chapel presents Times of Refreshing with God's Servant, Rev. George Aiku. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Stay tuned as you listen to God's word presented by Reverend George Aiku. Father, we thank you. Speak your word to us tonight and bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. How do you feel speaking in tongues? It's, it feels good, right? Refreshing. Please take your seats. Well, this month is a month of my soul followeth hard after God with the loyal heart. My soul follows hard after God with a loyal heart. So this month, want to want to stress on loyalty to God. Amen. Amen. But tonight, these three days of prayer, I want us to engage spiritually. I want us to do some spiritual warfare. I, I had a revelation last week that we were, were fighting some forces. Amen. There are forces opposing us in many, many ways. They oppose us every day, but but sometimes they raise the bar. Sometimes they become more serious. And they become more focused in attacking. And they want to create conflict in your business. They want to create conflict in your marriage. They want to blow you off completely. And so, for the next three days, we're going to talk about spiritual warfare. How to fight spiritually. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let me start by saying that there's a realm we can't see, which is a spiritual realm. Follow me closely. Follow me closely. There's a realm, there's a realm we can't see, which is a spiritual realm. Amen. Now, if you read Genesis 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created. So, God was there before the beginning. So, the earth and heavens and the earth had a beginning. But God didn't have a beginning. So, God made the heavens and the earth. Where did they come from? From inside God. So, God 
created them into being. Now, we know from scriptures, John 4 verse 24, that God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And if creation emerged or came out from God, we can imply that everything we have in the world had its source from the spiritual world. Because God is a spirit and he created everything from himself. So, the things we see and the things we don't see have a source from the realm of the spirit. So, the spiritual realm is a very real it exists. It's very powerful. Amen. Okay. You know, are we on course? Don't worry. Don't worry. Amen. 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 So the realm of the spirit is there. There's a realm of the spirit. That is the Hallelujah. Amen. It's there. It is, it is very clear. It is very clear and real. It's there. Now, we see in Hebrews 11, verse 3, it's a scripture that summarizes what I've said so far. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So this scripture is a summary of all that I've said that the physical world and the, and the invisible world all came from the spiritual world. God made them. Okay. So that means that the realm of the spirit is a creative realm. It creates and whatever we want to happen in the physical realm we can go to the spiritual and create it now this is the basis for the outcome of things that happen between evil forces and good forces for instance man was made by God okay if we say, the real man, Genesis 2, verse 7. God took the earth, all right, he molded the earth into a human being. But it was a lifeless body, it was lifeless. Okay, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Okay, so man became what? A living being. How? So, so it is the breath of God that made man a living being. And the breath of God is a spirit. It's a spirit. Now the breath is called rock. It's spirit. It means that human beings are not just, but the real man is spirit, spirit man. So, let me conclude on the first part, that 
the realm of the spirit exists and it's a very powerful realm. Praise now the Lord. There's something called spiritual warfare. There's a fight that happens spiritually. Because spiritual our naked eyes cannot see, but it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It's a spiritual war. Let me give you the scriptures. Those of you who are not familiar with spiritual warfare, Ephesians 6 verse 12 says that, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Ephesians 6 12. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against what principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age and, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places hallelujah so these are the forces battling us or we are battling we are fighting whether you like it or not the fight is on whether you are asleep or not the fight is on because spirits, spirits don't die and spirits don't sleep because God doesn't sleep. Because so, spirits are working 24 hours a day. And they are very wicked. You don't pamper. You don't pamper principalities and powers. They are wicked. When you get when they get you, they will destroy you. So, Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse three, also confirms the fact that we are fighting a spiritual warfare. Second Corinthians ten, verse three. We are fighting a spiritual warfare. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. What does that mean? Even though you are walking up and down, you are going up and down, your normal business, you are going up and down, your family, family business, marriage, you know, you are talking here and there. Even though we are in the flesh, we are the body, there's a war going on which doesn't happen according to the body. Amen. Verse 4. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Amen. So, understand that we are fighting. Now, for the believer, your battle began when you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The battle line was drawn when you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and verse 4 describes this fact that the battle line was drawn the day you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But even if our gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing, okay, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who don't believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. It's saying that unbelievers have been blinded by the God of this world. That's all. So, all those who are not born again, they are already under devil's, under the devil's uh, kingdom. But the moment you, you, you leave his kingdom, the battle starts. So Colossians 1 verse 13. Colossians 1 verse 13. Says we have been delivered from the power of darkness. And conveyed into the kingdom of the son of his love. Praise the Lord. Amen. So every believer has been delivered from the power. Yes. To me. And so once you are no more under his power, he will not let you go free. Once you were there, now you are no more there. And from that time, the battle line was drawn. And what does he want? He wants to bring you back into his kingdom. He wants you back into his kingdom. And so he will do everything possible to make you lose faith in Christ. So that you can come back to him. So when he goes to hell, he doesn't go alone. He wants you to accompany him So all the battles you are fighting, the spiritual battles in your business, in your marital situation, everything is hinging on the fact that you have left his kingdom and he wants you back. Period. Are, are, you, are you with me? Wave, wave, wave. With me. Say, thank you, Lord, I'm delivered. Say, I'm delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God, dear son. Give me, give me King James. Come on, say it again. He has delivered me from the power of darkness and has translated me into the kingdom of his dear son. He has delivered me from the power of darkness and has translated me into the kingdom of his dear son. Give the Lord a clap for that. Delivered us. Amen. Amen. So the battle line is drawn. The battle has begun. From the day you came out of the devil's kingdom. And all the problems you are going through now. Most of them, 90% of the problems you are going through now. Trying to get a job of your choice. Trying to marry and it's not happening. To give birth and it's, it's a war. You know, to work hard and make 
enough funds for the family and all those things. The marital conflict you are going through between your husband and your wife. And all these conflicts which are happening to you are traceable to the fact that you are being delivered from the power of darkness. And he wants you back. Now say, Satan, it is too late for you. Tell him, Satan, you are too late. Because I am coming, I am, I am coming, I'm not coming back. Oh, let him know. I'm not coming back. Say, devil, you are a liar. I'm never, never coming back. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of free for that one too. Never coming back. Never, never coming back. Amen. I'm delivered. Now, do you know, you have to know where you are. In every warfare, you must know your locations. So the next point is our locations. And our, our weaponry. Point one. You must define your location. As a soldier. As somebody who is fighting. Who is fighting. You know when Russia wanted to attack Ukraine. They had to locate where they were. And they had to position themselves strategically. So they moved several, several, you know, ammo cars to the border of Ukraine. And then placed a ship, a warship in the sea. And then they began to bombard from the sea. And then they bombard from the land. When the land onslaught was failing, they depended on long missile. Up to now, that's what they are doing right now. Where they are, they can easily shoot a missile against Ukraine. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we have to locate our position. No, define our location. Hallelujah. Now understand that for believers. We are located somewhere in heavenly places in Christ. Where Jesus is. That's where we are. So spiritually, we are advantage over the devil. Spiritually, where we are is far higher than where the devil is. Believer, understand God's way to save your life. Where you are spiritually now, in our spiritual warfare, you are highly positioned at the vantage point higher than where the devil is. It means when it comes to fighting, you must by all means win the battle. You have to win the battle. By reason of where you have been located. Number two. The battle verdict is already declared. The end is already spelt. Understand that the end of the battle has already been declared. Are you hearing me? So you are not fighting from a losing end. Because the, the battle is like 
two footballers or two teams which are playing football. All right? And you know that um, Team A has got 3 nil already. So when you are watching the match on the television, you know it's already done. At the football, a pass football for me, a new team, you know, a baller. But when you have a say they are made a medi in Kunim. So it's so important to understand that the the final outcome of our battle with the devil is already drawn. So we don't fight to lose. You can't lose in your business. You can't lose in your marriage. You can't lose in your church. We cannot lose. Why can't we lose? Because the captain of the army conquered their captain. Our army general, who is Jesus? The Lord of hosts is his name. He's called the Lord of hosts. That's his name. He's called Yehovah Zebaud, Lord of hosts. Our, our battle commander. He conquered our enemy, Satan. Are you hearing me? And that victory is our victory. So we are not fighting from the point of, of defeat. Please tell me, I'm not fighting. The devil, the devil from the point of defeat. Say it five times. I'm not fighting the devil. He doesn't like it. Say it to him. Let him know. Tell him. I'm not fighting the devil from the point of defeat. Mm-hmm. I'm not fighting the devil from the point of defeat. I'm not fighting the devil from the point of defeat. I'm not fighting the devil from the point of defeat. Many of us because in Colossians 2, verse 14 and 15, God's word tells us. Explicitly, that Jesus triumphed over the enemy. Okay? Corinthians 1, Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was, which was contrary to us. Things were contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Now, whatever is opposed to your life, opposition and conflict, that fight your destiny. Handwriting that says that you are a failure. Handwriting that says that you have been defeated. Things the devil has written to say that you can't amount to anything good in life. See see how you have failed. See how you have 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 lost. See how your business is going down. See how your marriage is not working for you. See how you can't even marry. These are accusations and thoughts which the devil has written against your life. And they are contrary. They are contrary. They are fighting. They are contrary to you. Bible says that Jesus took it out of the way. The defeatism. The failure. The deprived thing that puts you back. Christ took it and nailed it to the cross. He nailed it to the cross. Hallelujah. He nailed it to the cross. He nailed it to the cross. And verse 15 is very important. Having disarmed disarmed, do you understand disarmed? Remove all the weapons of the enemy. Disarmed 
Principalities and powers. So, so their, their ammunition was removed from them. The ammunition, the use, was removed from them. He made a public spectacle of them. Triumphing over them in it. Now, when you win a victory, you fight. When you triumph, you don't fight. When you triumph, it's like a walk over the devil without fighting. That is what triumph means. Amen. Amen. You win without fighting. So, I'm saying that our outcome of our spiritual warfare has already been declared by Jesus Christ. Because on the cross, he conquered the enemy. Now, say after me, by the finishing of the cross, I'm more than a conqueror. Say it three times. I'm more than a conqueror. Say it three times. Keep on. I'm more than a conqueror. Yes. By the way of the cross, I'm more than a conqueror. So, are you fighting a spiritual warfare in your marriage? You are more than a conqueror. How do I prove it? Jesus did it on the cross. That's the proof. He did it on the cross. And this victory is my victory. So I'm not fighting with my own self. I'm fighting for the point of victory. I'm fighting for the point of victory. The, 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 the belt is with me already. I'm only defending the belt. Listen, you, you are a champion already. And champions, they don't, they, they are always challenged. True or false? Now, being challenged doesn't make you a sinner. If you are challenged, it's good. When you are challenged, doesn't mean that you are bad. Are you hearing me? Yes. Amen. When you are challenged in your finances, it's like it uh-huh. means you are you are a champion. When you are challenged in your in your business, it means you are a champion. Have you seen a champion who does not challenge before? Ask Azuma Nelson, he will tell you. He became a champion and then the devil started look, locate, people started locating to fight with him. Every champion must always defend the, 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 the title belt. Every champion must defend the title belt. Every ch- that's why we are we keep on having boxing. They are, they're defending it. We are wrestling and they have a belt. You must defend. So let me tell you, the fight you are fighting right now, you are already a champion. Hello? And you are defending your championship. Give God a clap off. You are defending. Oh, give God a clap off. I'm defending. Sometimes you may have a, a challenge in your business. Or your children. Or your, your, even your health can be challenged. Your health can be challenged. You don't lose if you are challenging your health. The Lord shall heal your body. He shall restore your body. That makes you a champion. Sometimes even champions, they fall. Have you seen them before? Wrestling. Watch wrestling. 
Watch out when they fall down, they hit him. When he gets up, they win the battle. I like wrestling. I like watching wrestling a lot. Okay, see a champion who a champion, then they'll hit him. And but when the champion gets up and then and the and 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 he begins to pump, punch, punch, the, punch the enemy. We are champions. Come on, say I'm a champion. I'm a champion. I know no defeat. I'm not a conqueror. Satan know that I'm a champion over you. No matter how much you fight me, God's word declares. The final verdict is this. I am a champion. I'm more than a conqueror because God where God's word says so. Give the Lord a cup of him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I give you praise. Amen. So in Ephesians 1, from 15 down, I'll read very fast. It's long. So let me read alone and then we explain. Where are we fighting from? From the spiritual, from a certain location. Because of Christ. Therefore also, after heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for the saints, continue resisting very fast now. Move on. Do not cease to give thanks for you. Make a of my prayers, verse 17, that the God of Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, verse 18. Yes, understand the being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the point. Our eyes must open to see where we are. And what we have. Now, if you don't know these things, you'll be crying, son. Every time you'll be sad. Every time you are, you are down. Because you don't know the dynamics of the battle. You don't know where you are or what you have. So he prayed our eyes to open to see the hope of our calling. There's hope for you. There's hope for you. It's a living hope. Hallelujah. And the riches of his glory. Amen. And the exceeding what? Exceeding what? Exceeding what? Greatness of his what? Power toward us who believe. Are you a believer? Yes. There's exceeding great power with you. Yes, see. Toward you. It is with you right now. Now, that power is according to his, the working of his mighty power. power. Which he wrote in Christ Jesus, verse 20. When he raised it from the dead. So, when Jesus was in the grave, God raised an exceeding great power. No, exceeding means that beyond the normal. Now, now, for instance, the power that Moses used in Egypt was power, God's power. The power that, the power that he used in the wilderness, it was God's power. The power of Elijah, Elisha, they used they did great Elijah, things. Elijah, but on the day Jesus Christ was going to be raised from the dead, God had to release an excess power. Some power beyond the normal. 
Hallelujah. Amen. To raise him from the dead. Because Satan and his cause had meant to keep Jesus in the grave. So that he wouldn't rise again. Amen. Amen. So Jesus was in the grave. But God released some power to raise him up from the dead. Give the Lord a clap of him for that. A power. Come on, say power. power to me. Come on, say mighty power. Mighty to me. Now, that's the power believers have today. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a mighty power. Come on, shout mighty power. Come on, say, say mighty power. To make us here. That's not the end. Verse 20. Look at verse 20. And it says that, which he went in Christ when he raised the dead and seated him at his right hand in where? The heavenly places. So where is Christ right now? Places. Where is Christ right now? Oh, also, also. Where is he right now? Also, also. Where is he right now? Heaven. Which part of the heavenly places? The... Is right hand. His right hand. Now, right hand is symbolic of what? Authority. So, God has given him authority. His right hand. Right hand. Come on, say right hand. Come on, say right hand. So, he's there right now. Verse 21. Look at that, verse 21. He says, Far above. Forward. Oh, forward. Oh, forward. Forward. Above. All what? How many of them? How many of them? The witchcraft is one of them, man. The voodoo is one of them, man. Juju is one of them, man. The charms. Amulets. All of them. All of them. All principality. And power and might and dominion. You see, so the difference between these powers and Jesus is by what? By far. To measure the distance between these demonic forces and Jesus, I must say, by far. Come on, shout by far. Come on, shout by far. Jesus is seated on God's right hand side. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named. Every name. How many names? How many names? Oh, whatever has a name in the world. Mention some of them. Every name. A name of the disease. A name of a person, a name of a place, every name, whatever is a name, okay? Jesus above all. So tonight, we're going to war with this understanding. Every name troubling your life, every name battling your life, every name has a person behind it. Every name has a spirit behind it. Names are given to living things. So whatever it is, is a name. If it's a cancer, if it's whatever it is, if it's a defeat, if it's a whatever it is, which has a name, is a name. It's a life. So Jesus is set far above. Every name. Every name. 
Every name. Now, can you tell me what names? Who is troubling your life? Can you tell me? Can you mention the name of something that is worrying your life? Can you mention? Can you mention it? Tonight we shall mention it. Because they don't like to mention. We must mention their name. Not only in this age, but also in that is to come. That's twenty-two. Hurry up, twenty-two. Move on. And he had put what? All things under what? Under his feet. All things under his feet. And gave it to be the head over all things to the church. So everything Christ became, he became more to what? To what? So it's it's above all to what? To the church. Who's the church? Okay. He's put all things under what? Under whose feet? Christ's feet. Under his feet. To the church. Yes. Where is Christ's feet? Where is Christ's feet? What is Christ's feet? It's the church. Yes. The body of Christ. Everybody has, has legs, has feet. So all things are underwear, the feet of the church. All authority he got for the church. Now, so... Let me ask you this question. Where are we now? Let's answer this question. We'll come back to this. Ephesians 2 verse 5. Where are we now? Because you must locate your you must define your location in every spiritual warfare. So you can fight. Even where we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Verse 6. The says, move on. And raise us up together. Raise us what? Together. together. And made us sit together. So we knew that Christ was raised to him to God's right and heavenly places. And when he sat there, we sat there with him together. In heavenly places in Christ. So as you are fighting, where are you located? Oh, where are you located? Where are you located? Okay. Now, so let's locate it on too. Let's locate it on. Because it, it's we are fighting. Right. Look at the book of um, Romans. Chapter 16, verse 20. Romans 16. Where is your enemy? Where can you locate him? Everybody go. And the God of peace will crush you, Satan, underwear. Underwear. Oh, underwear. So, where are you located? In heavenly places. Where is Satan located? Huh? I didn't hear that. Huh? Okay, under your feet. Satan is under your feet. That's where you can locate him. So, if you are going to address the devil, where do you address him? What is his address? What, what, what is your address? What is your address? Heavenly places. Only heavenly places. Now, how about that, the devil's address? Underwear. Underwear. So, the witches are where? The voodoo is where? The juju is where? The tukbe is where? Underwear. So Luke 10 verse 19 says this. Look at Luke 10 verse 19. 
Jesus Christ knew it. He said so. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents. Now, how do you trample? How do you trample? How do you trample? Oh, stand your feet and let's trample small. How do you trample? You can only trample something which is already under. You trample what? Serpents and scorpions, right? Continue. And over how many? Over all what? Over all what? The power of who? Enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt you. So, nothing can hurt you. Nothing can hurt you. So, in the spiritual warfare we are fighting, your location is where in heavenly places in Christ. Satan's location is where? Satan's location now will form. So what do you do? What do you do to him? But some, some people don't know how to trample the devil. But tonight we trample. Every defeat, every attack, every satanic work shall be trampled tonight. We are fighting from a point of what? Victory. Because of what? The cross. Because of Hallelujah. You go and clap off for that. Amen, 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 amen. I love that. I love that. Keep standing. There's only one enemy you have. There's only one minute. And it's the devil. First Peter 5, verse 7, 8, and 9. And we, we pray. First Peter chapter 5, 7, 8, and 9. So you, now you know where you are. You know where the devil is. So there's no fear now. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Does God care for you? He cares for your needs, right? God cares. But after the caring, he says, be sober. He cares for you, but be sober. Don't, don't play, don't, don't play tricks. Don't lose hold. Don't lose your face. Don't lose your courage. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because you are what? You are what? How many adversaries? How many? One, your adversary, the devil, was about like a roaring lion, like seeking whom he may devour. Like it's not a lion; there's only one lion. Amen. Are you there? He's seeking whom he may devour to destroy. But what do you do, verse nine? What do you do, verse nine? What do you do? What do you do? Defend your title. Defend your championship. Resist him. How do you resist somebody? Let's resist. Okay, two, 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 two. Let's start. Two, 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 two. Resist, resist somebody. Resist the person. He's coming to you. Resist him. Resist him. You are going somewhere. Let's go to go. Resist him. You resist him. Resist him. Steadfast. Steadfast. And you could steadfast. Wrestle. Wrestle with him. Wrestle. Resist him. Steadfast. 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 Okay. Steadfast. That's right. Now look at. Let's read verse 9. Everybody go. Resist him what? Steadfast in what? In what? In what? In the faith, what is faith? Faith comes by what? 
So you must resist it in the word. In the word. Now, I'll show you this shortly and then we move to resistance. Just keep standing. Genesis 3, verse 1 and verse 2. I'll end here tomorrow. We'll continue the warfare thing. We we'll pray. This week, something will happen. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the devil, to, to the woman, that serpent is a devil, right? Has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The devil is at two. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the tree of the garden. Verse 3, continue, hurry up. Verse 3, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. God didn't say touch it. It was twisted. Verse 4. Verse 4. Now, everybody go. Then a serpent said to you will not surely you will not surely Genesis 2 verse 17. God said you will surely die. Go to that place. place. Genesis 2 17. Okay, everybody go. By the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat for the dead that you shall eat, you shall surely. What did God say? You shall surely. What did the devil say? So what the, what the, 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 the devil do? He takes the word of God upside down. Now listen. God's word says that I shall above all things that that may as prosper and be in health as a soul prospers. Satan comes and say, I shall above all things that that shall be poor and you shall be poor and not prosper. And not be in good health. So everything God says, Satan turns it upside down. So in spiritual warfare, you have to go to the word to him. God says I'll prosper, Satan. He says I must be healed. I take my healing now. I rebuke you right now. I resist you right now with God's word. I must make it. I must prosper. I must go where I must go. So resist him in the faith. Are you there? to answer. Say, Lord, I'm fighting tonight from a point of victory. I'm triumphant. I am more than a conqueror. Little us and thank God for the word. Thank him. Mashotaka. Bariande Santa. Yes, thank you for the word. Where you are is very high. It's very far. Far above all principality and power. You are far above. 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 Kashato Saka Paraba. You are far above. You are far above. You are far above. Take your place from where you are. Know who you are and fight this battle. Resist every temptation. Every attack of the enemy. Resist him. You are far above. In Jesus' name. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Look at that shortly. We're going to use the blood because the blood was what conquered the devil on the cross. Hallelujah. Everybody, let's go. And they overcame him by what? The blood of the Lamb. Little two answer. Say, Satan, Satan, every attack of my life, tonight, 
I show you the blood. Every attack on my family, every conflict in my business, every conflict in my family, every conflict in my finances, every conflict in my marriage life, any opposition to my destiny. Right now, I release the blood. I overcome you by the blood. In Jesus' precious name. Come on, pray right now. Release the blood. Karosha Basa. Karosha. Every conflict situation in your life, your destiny. Mokato Saka. Moshakoskoto Boriata. Monday, see. Yes, keep on praying. Pray. The word of God says that you're more than a conqueror. You are triumphant. Yes, the cross finished it. The cross finished it. The blood conquered him. The blood finished it. It can never win over your life. Whatever it is. Today we are destroying the conflict. Keep on praying, keep on praying. Engage the blood. Every spiritual attack, every witchcraft attack, the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood, the blood of Jesus. Release the blood over your children, over the family, over your business. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Shandan Daka. The blood of Jesus. We are victorious by the blood. The blood of Jesus. Yes, keep on praying. Don't stop. Keep on praying. The blood. Release the blood. The power in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Yes, the blood. Every name against you, the blood. Jesus is above every name. Above every name of his name. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. That she passed a caparon atosa. Palo di tosa cachitos capara. Palo secere andoshki paranda. The blood of Jesus wins. The blood of Jesus wins. Now we're going to pray the blood of Jesus against any forces of darkness in this area. Demonic forces. Occult forces. Witchcraft forces that keep on fighting this church. We're going to pray and release the blood against all of them, wherever they are right now. Say, Lord, tonight I release the blood of Jesus against any forces of darkness, spiritual altars, speaking against us, speaking against the church, our membership, our families, our finances, our ministries, every conflict in every area of church life. Right now, we engage the blood the blood, the blood, the blood. Come on, pray right now. Bring the communion right now. Shande basoka, meso takasha, mare sutakashita. Engage the blood. Engage the blood. Keep on praying. Get the blood. Masatakaba, mare shande. Yes. Any assignment of the enemy on any church member, we crush it now in Jesus' name. Mose katosha. Paleto Santa Kama, Meso Karabashiki. Power in the blood, power in the blood, power in the blood. Moro Sakata, Malito Saka. We subdue, we subdue them at our feet. 
we trample upon them and our feet. In Jesus' name, come and say, Satan, I know where you must belong. Say, tonight, I put you where you must be legally, where you have been located, under my feet. So every situation, battling my health, battling my business, battling my family, fighting my destiny, I put you under. I put you under. Say, Father, crush the devil under my feet. I trample over every work of darkness under my feet. Come on, trample and pray, pray, pray. Trample over them. Subdue every power. Anything with, with a name, battling your life, trample, trample. Jesus is Lord of laws, exalted above all names. Yes, Lord. Shande Makusha. Bosaka Tushka Pastaka. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Trouble. De Santa Kilo Barandai. In the name of Jesus. Open your eyes. Jesus is exalted above every name, as we said. Above every name that is named. So tonight, name something that is your worry. Name it. Name it. Whatever is your worry, name it. And say, tonight, you, whatever it is, I put you under. They can hear. Even the sea could hear. The sea, the storm. Christ subdued the storm. So everything that opposes you has a name. And can hear your command. Are you there? Say, Lord, whatever has a name opposing my church, my life, my future, my destiny, I put it today under my feet. Now, come on, do some mention it, mention it. Mention it. Whoever is troubling you, or your husband, or your wife, mention the person under your feet. Bible way of dealing the devil. It's not by might, it's by the word. Yes. That boss that says you won't be promoted, mention the boss's name under your feet. Yes. That 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 land, that land, whoever who is troubling your life, that land guard or troubling to take your land, take your property. Mention the person's name on your feet. Mention, mention, mention. Whatever possesses you, mention it under your feet. The powers of Bubuashi Naudome. Under our feet. Itaro Shapaskita. We hope God has ministered to you and you've been touched by the word which was brought to you by Reverend George Ayiku, Senior Pastor of Love Community Chapel. You can locate Love Community Chapel at Bubuashi, Ogle Road and adjacent to the AMA sub office. You can join us for any of our three services, first service 6.30am in English, second service 8am in English and third service 10am in English with tree translation. For more information, please call 0302-231017 or visit www.lovecommunitychapel.org. You can also visit Love Community Chapel on Facebook.